Welcome to Twisted Tales of Madness and Murder Presents, A Skip Across the Universe, Chapter 4, The House. Cody, wearing a worn-out military-style backpack and makeshift hiking clothes, walks through a collection of low-laying bushes carrying the briefcase which now has the severed hand duct-taped to it. Frustrated, he looks all around finding nothing but dense forest. Ryan, dressed relatively the same as Cody, is not very far behind as he intently watches the GPS tracker on his phone when all of a sudden, he stops. What the fuck is wrong with this picture? I mean, why the hell are we out in the middle of the woods walking around like two lost idiots? Cody looks back at Ryan. What are you bitching about? What am I bitching about? Are you being serious? It's like my mind is all fuzzy and shit, like somebody has literally stuck their fucking fingers in my brain and moved shit around. Last thing I remember is I was gonna call the cops and then, bam, here I am out in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. What you need to do is just relax, because I'm here to tell you you're as fine as frog hair. We're out here in the middle of these ominous woods, risking life and limb because at the end of the day, that is what heroes do. Heroes risk everything. We're gonna rescue that chick just like in that one episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. Cody attempts a half-assed karate kick, but quickly lowers his leg and grabs hold of his crotch. Holy fuck! I think my balls just separated. Ryan just shakes his head. I'm being serious, Cody. Cody, still holding his crotch, looks back at Ryan with a pained expression. I am being serious. I really think my testicles split apart. I'm not talking about your fucking testicles, man. Ryan sticks his arm out wide and motions toward all the trees. I'm talking about all this bullshit. Ryan, frustrated, grabs his head with both hands. Every time I think I'm on the verge of being able to focus, it's like I get sucked back into this fog that forces me to march on like some mindless drone toward a complete unknown. When I dig through the muck in my mind, I keep finding myself standing outside the bathroom door and listening to you talk to somebody, but not actually being able to hear or understand any of the words that are being said. Cody, massaging his crotch, looks over at Ryan. If you heard me talking in the bathroom, then I was probably talking to Mr. Dangle. Sometimes I need this sweet talking to bring him to attention. Will you just stop fucking off for one minute and be serious? I need you to stop and try to think back as far as you can remember. Cody, grimacing in pain, stands up straight. I remember sitting at the table looking at the briefcase, then we opened it, then honestly, after that things get a little blurry. And you don't find that strange? Cody shrugs his shoulders. Of course it's strange. This shit's weird as a beard, but we're already riding this fucking wave, so we might as well ride it out and see what beach we end up on. Cody looks around at all the trees. Granted, this is far from a fucking beach. I'm thinking we've been humping through these damn woods for a long-ass time, so we've got to be close. Ryan takes an inventory of his surroundings, then looks back down at his phone. Well, this is very interesting. What's interesting? Ryan looks up at Cody and points out in the distance. According to my phone, the coordinates we're trying to find should be right up there. Cody turns and looks out where Ryan is pointing and stares at an empty clearing. Are you fucking serious? I don't see shit, dude. Ryan looks at his phone again, then looks back up at Cody. I don't know what to tell you. The phone is telling me it's right up there. Cody walks up to Ryan and looks down at his phone. 
Well, if your phone is saying the fucking place is supposed to be right up there in that clearing, then that phone is a hunk of shit. Ryan, smirking, holds his phone up. This so-called hunk of shit is way smarter than your dumbass. Whatever. Cody walks out into the clearing, sticking his arms out as wide as possible. If that hunk of shit is smarter than me, then how is it that I can tell that there is nothing fucking out here? Cody brings his hands up to his mouth and cups them around it. Hello? Cody looks back at Ryan. It's just trees and shit. It's not like something is just going to appear out of nowhere. Cody smirks as he turns around, without warning, smacks right into the side of a dilapidated house that has most of the windows busted out, and the ones that are not are covered with dingy plastic. The entire outside of the house is covered with overgrowth and some kind of white mold. Cody stumbles backwards, reaching up to grasp his bloody nose, and in the process trips over a stump and falls to the ground. Fuck! Cody, angry, looks up at the house. Cock-sucking house in the middle of nowhere! Cody looks at his hand that is covered in blood from his nose, then at his other hand that is covered in dirt and grime. Ryan comes running up. Are you okay? Cody looks up at Ryan in frustration. Does it look like I'm okay? Cody points to his nose. My fucking nose is bleeding. Ryan bends down and looks Cody's nose over. Don't be such a pussy, it's fine. Maybe if you didn't jerk off so much you'd have better eyesight. Cody gets to his feet as Ryan laughs. Go ahead and laugh it up, asshole. But that fucking thing wasn't there a second ago. And for the record, that poor eyesight due to jerking off is just an urban legend. Go ahead and keep telling yourself that. Cody adjusts his nose as he turns his attention to the house. I'll admit, this is some weird shit. Cody looks over at Ryan. And I don't mean weird shit, like the time he had to help me pull those beads at him. Ryan holds his hands up. Stopping Cody. I really wasn't questioning your use of weird, but thanks for making me remember that horrific experience. Ryan cringes as he thinks about it. Well, it wasn't all that great for me either. That Tinder date said she was just going to get a drink of water and would be right back. How did I know she was going to steal our shit? The fact that she gagged you and tied you to the bed, then for whatever reason shoved extra large anal beads up your ass never gave you a clue? Well, in all honesty, the anal beads were the first thing she did. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? I really... It was a rhetorical question, dumbass. Can we just focus on the fact that this house just appeared out of nowhere? Cody nods his head, yes. You're absolutely right, Brian. That certainly seems like the right direction, focusing on this mysterious house. But for the record, I think you must know I am not a fan of anal beads. Brian sighs and shakes his head. Noted. Now, why don't you do something productive and try and check out one of those windows? Cody throws a thumbs up towards Ryan, then walks over to one of the dingy windows, trying his best to look in. Can you see anything? Cody shifts from side to side. I can't see jack shit. Cody leans back, looking the window up and down. These windows are covered with too much shit. Cody strains to look in. You know what? Fuck this shit. Why are we creeping around like a couple burglars? We need to just find the front fucking door and walk right in. Cody walks along the house toward the front. What the hell are you talking about? Maybe we should stop and really think about this before we take another step. Cody stops and looks back at Ryan. I didn't walk my ass through a fucking forest to stop now. 
Cody turns back around and rounds the corner of the house and goes out of sight. For fuck's sake, wait for me! Ryan runs after Cody. Cody and Ryan stand at the bottom of a set of steps that look as if they could collapse at any moment, staring up at the front door. Should we knock or something? Cody snaps his fingers and gives Ryan a smile. I like your thinking. Let's kick the tires and light some fires. Cody winks at Ryan. Independence Day. I don't really care. I know deep down, you really do. Cody slaps Ryan on the back and in the process wipes the blood off his hand. Then cautiously makes his way up the rickety steps that creak and strain under his every step. He finally reaches the top and takes a deep breath before stepping up to the front door. Cody reaches up to knock, but stops himself. What's wrong? Did you hear something? Cody looks back at Ryan. I was just thinking, this totally reminded me of that scene in The Burbs, when Tom Hanks and the other guy knock on the neighbor's door and shit goes sideways. Can you just stay in the real world for just a couple minutes? Jesus. Somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed. It was a great fucking scene. Cody turns back to the door and lowers his hand, grabbing the door handle, and slowly turns it, finding it unlocked, then keeps turning it until the door opens. Ryan hurries up to the steps to stand next to Cody. Now what do we do? I got a plan. Cody leans close to the door. Hello? It's the pizza guy. Anybody home? Ryan looks over at Cody in amazement. What the fuck, pizza guy? Relax, I saw it in a movie. People always talk to the pizza guy. Maybe in porn. (laughs) Just because it was a porn doesn't mean it won't work. This is stupid. Ryan and Cody look at each other. Holy shit. Cody makes a fist and pumps it in the air. I told you, everybody loves pizza. Cody puts his hands on Ryan's shoulders and looks him in the eye. We didn't come all this way just to stand at the front door. Time to be a hero. Cody pushes the door all the way open and steps in. Jesus Christ, Cody, just wait a second. Ryan hurries in after him. Ryan steps into the house and finds Cody standing in the middle of the main room that has no furniture and is dimly lit by a single bulb hanging in the middle of the room. Where are you? I'm in the bedroom. Cody motions toward a hallway on the other side of the room. I'm coming. Ryan tries to grab Cody, but just misses his arm. Cody, you need to stop. Cody ignores Ryan as he goes down the hall and stops momentarily as he determines his left from his right, then steps in front of the closed door to the last bedroom on the left. Ryan walks up and grabs Cody's hand just as he reaches down to the handle. What are you doing? I can't help but think that whatever is behind that door is going to change our lives. Cody shakes Ryan's hand free and grabs the door handle. I'm counting on it. Cody turns the handle and opens the door. Cody and Ryan stare into the room in shock. To be continued in Chapter 5.